Hi everybody, this is Alexander Holland. Something a little bit different this week for Don't Praise the Machine. John's not with us right now, but I myself find myself in Marseille in France. And I'm here with my good friend... Uh, GP. And my other good friend... Akil. They are both Canadian men. And we are at, if you could pronounce this for me, GP. Uh, Bar de la Plaine. And also, uh, I should note that we're both uh, POCs. Don't let the the Canadian accents fool you, boys and girls. Just a little editor's note here explaining the acronym POC for anybody in the Don't Praise the Machine audience who might not be familiar with that term. Uh, First of all, do the work. And second of all, it stands for People of Colour. Back to the podcast. If you could, if you could just give your heritage, GP. My background's uh, I'm Indo-Canadian, as they would say in the olden times. Yeah. Indian. Okay. Trinidadian and Italian. When me and Akil landed in Marseille, the Uber driver, who was very lovely, uh, I forget her name, Madame, someone, she was going to drop us off, and there were a bunch of quite threatening-looking men down the lane, and I said, "These men look threatening, Madame Uber." What are you going to do? Can we jump out here? And she said, no, 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 please don't get out here. She said, I don't know if I can do a French accent or if that's going to... Oh, you can, man. You, you can do it because they're white. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> On the power totem pole, the French are up there, so it's fine. I mean, they're French colonialists. It's fine. There has to be some map, like, you know, like the corona map that's going around where, like, darker reds and like yellows showing like where it's happening. Yeah, I don't think the French are like, I think they're pretty high on the power totem pole. So she said no, 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 you cannot dangerous. It is dangerous. She said they are dangerous. You are going to get chipped. And I said, I don't know what that is but I don't want to get chipped. I just landed here. We're going to get, are we going to get chipped? And she said, you will get chipped. It is, these men are dangerous. I said, I don't want to get chipped. I slept, this is my first morning in Marseille. What's the name? Do we know what region we're in? We're in La Pinea. We're in La but it's probably pronounced something different, but in my language, it's cheap. In the second, in the second ward, I'm assuming. I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm assuming that the. I'm assuming that the wards in New Orleans are named after French wards. Um, that's that's why they're called wards. I assume so. It must be Le Ward. I can't stop singing Bruno Mars. I got Bruno Mars song in my head. I should have bought you flowers. And held your hand Should have given more my hours When I had the chance I don't really remember my dream But I, I remember the dream I don't remember my dream But I remember a dream that I wish I had Yes And it involves your friend John Yeah, please go on Of him being my lawyer <laughs> What? Had you committed a crime Or you are in some other kind of legal trouble? Yeah, I mean I know he's a uh, lawyer in Australia But he would be defending me here in Marseille Because... <laughs> Because here in the, in this Airbnb, I had to do laundry the other day, but like they didn't have a they don't have a dryer here, so 
and we're on the fourth floor here, so I had to hang my my underwear and my socks on a little clothing line outside of the window, like you know, like you see in the photos and in the olden days. And and I hung it up there in my underwear, and I was like trying to go to sleep the other night. You know, it's my second day here, so I was I was terrified that in the morning my it was windy, and I was terrified in the morning my underwear would have fell. And just slapped some kid on the face <laughs> while he was walking with his mother. And she would just point. I would look down and she would point up and be like, arrest this man. <laughs> and then they put me in jail in Marseille for child abuse. Or I was terrified. And then John would be my lawyer. And he would come in here. I don't know if he speaks French. John, do you speak French? I don't think he does speak French. But I'm sure it could be like a Wes Anderson movie where inexplicably the characters are just able to communicate in English in small French towns. <laughs> and he would say, this man is innocent. <laughs> His underwear never touched the kid's face. <laughs> right, you have to. I'll break my heart. I don't want to hear it, man. You do that somewhere else. Don't do that. Did you say bellies? Bellies, yeah. What are, be- what are bellies? I'm just with my friend GP and Akil. They're talking about Canadian shit. I don't understand. Belly- bellies are darts, my friend. Oh, cigarettes. Yes, yeah, cigarettes. Are they- called, uh, the name is Belmonts, and they're very popular cigarettes in, in Canada. They're Canada's best cigarette by far. Canada's favorite cigarette. Belmont, Canada's favorite cigarette. Yeah, we, uh, we tend to hack some darts back home. What does that mean, hack? Hacks is smoking cigarettes, hacking a dart, bud. Hack a couple darts or Daryls. <laughs> dirty Daryls. Dirty Daryls. A couple dirty Daryls with the boys. <laughs> Send it. Send a couple of Daryls. Yeah. Full send some... Where are, so what's this... Oh, it's pigeons. Oh, I see. The pigeons here are very aggressive, huh? Do you know the name of the square that we are in, GP? Place jean We are at Place... I'm pr- pretty sure it's pronounced Place jean Jerus. Jim Jarmouche. It's Place Jim Jarmouche. It's named after the famous film director Jim Jarmouche, this square. There's a French dog barking in French. I can't understand. I can't understand a thing that dog is saying. <laughs> what language is that? Oh, it's French. All the dogs here. All the dogs here speak French, so I've had trouble communicating with them. Yeah. So uh, there's this app. It's called Splitwise. And essentially the deal with it is, like, if you're going on a trip with a group of people, whether it's, you know, two of you or six or seven of you, this app essentially, you know, if you're a group of six and you one of you pays for the whole meal and it's, like, 80 euro or whatever, then split-wise, you'll put that 80 euro in there and then it divvies it up between the six people and it shows who owes what. Um, and, you know, if, if someone missed, like, you know, forgot their wallet or whatever you throw in what you paid for them and at the end of it uh it calculates everything and you can kind of you know oh you paid this guy okay so i paid my friend 20 euros i owed him now i'm clear you know it's kind of like that yes and it's really it's quite it's quite a good app i mean it's very intuitive in the sense that there's a lot going on with it so you could split between two people even if you're in a group of like six yeah, it's great. But when we were in India, I, me and uh, three, three of my friends, and they're these white guys who have never been to India. They're from Toronto. So there was there was two weeks where I was showing them around, 
But we were using Splitwise quite often because a lot of the times you, we'd only get one bill and it'd just be better for someone to pay it. But by the end of the trip, we get back to Toronto and and my friends like, uh, hey GP, like how come I owe you sixty dollars? Like I don't I don't remember I don't know what this is. And I'm like, oh well, click on it. And he clicks on it, and it was this friendship tax that I had put on him for the duration of the time that we were there, that he owed me $60 for being his friend for the duration in India. Uh, he didn't pay me $60. Friendship excess is an Indian thing. It's a, yeah, it's about friendship tax. It's a, it's a Sikh thing. It's a, it's a Sikh thing, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. This is Alexander Holland recording for business talking into the magic sock we are at a we're at la vieux port bar on the corner of the port square area of marseille opposite the mcdonald's uh all you marseille heads will know exactly where we are i'm sure here with my main man gp it's been raining all day yesterday we had quite a nice day where we didn't get any rain and today, it's rained more than I think it's rained in the history of anywhere I've ever been. It started raining yesterday evening, and it has been raining constantly ever since. And it's now six in the evening. But thankfully, we're in a cosy bar with some lovely French hospitality. The waiter is really lovely. He brought us two glasses of Hogarten beer me and a, for me and Akil. And he brought GP uh, big glass of Stella Artois and you were saying GP that you had some Belgian beers recently when you were back in Belgium uh yes I did had some of those what beers did you have what flavors what brands I used to live there for two years and then I moved away for it's been about four or five years you were studying philosophy yes yeah I studied the same thing that John studied the same big boy the same crybaby big boy that John studied. Yeah, okay, Kierkegaard. <laughs> yeah. You know, John, there's a, there's a story I read in this bi- um, biography about Kierkegaard, and I can't find it anywhere. And, and, and I have the strange feeling that I made it up in my head, but I swear to God it's true. And I saw it in the library in Leuven. Uh, it was a biography where, like, they were talking about it, and apparently, like, when he was young, his maid, his maid walked in, or cleaning lady walked in, and saw him crying in front of a mirror, just jerking off. And I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I'm not. I'm not making it up. And I this got, is your king. This is your king. This is the guy that uh, that I really look at, look look up to in many ways. Um, not maybe not look up to, but has influenced my my views on the world. Is he? Danish Kierkegaard. I've seen his statue in Copenhagen. I believe Sarah showed me a statue. He's, he's a Dane. He is in the, on the statue. He's pleasuring himself and crying. Yeah, and if you look, if you look in the distance, there's a giant mirror where you, <laughs> you can see where he eternally looks at himself. The statue is this like a distraught-looking maid looking on, looking at a nude Kierkegaard masturbating and crying. <laughs> Uh, and you went to, you went back to Belgium. You're in Leuven. So the flavors, yeah, the flavors of beer. I mean, who were you with? I was with my good friend Colin Walsh from Ireland, who we studied together in Leuven. Uh, so first we had Estella, and then I think we had a Carmelite, triple Carmelite, very strong beer. Uh, and then maybe we had a we had Le Chouf. Then we had uh, uh, Chimay Bleu. 
And then we had another Stella, we had some whiskey, and then I think we had a Duval. I've, I've always pronounced that Chimay. It's obviously not Chimay. Yeah, it's Chimay, Chimay Blue. I said, when I'd go to the Belgian beer cafe in Adelaide, I'd say, you hook us up with a couple of those bloody Chimays. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I threw up violently in the hotel. And the, fir- the only other time I threw up violently was the first day I've ever moved to Belgium five years ago. So I was having flashbacks. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited to be on this podcast potentially because I used to, uh, back in the university, I used to have a radio show and uh, be like, hey, this is GP. You're listening to CHRW 94.9. Welcome to Beige Alert, where I play all the tunes I want and don't take any requests. And it would always be from midnight to around 2 a.m. and barely anyone would listen. And my friend would be like, he messaged me once. He's like, man, the music you're playing is very depressing. So we picture these like these truck drivers driving through London Ontario and while they drive through you know they click on CHRW 94.9 and they're, they're hearing my depressing music and it just makes them reflect on their shitty lives <laughs> they haven't seen their kids in years you know he's going through a divorce right now but he's, he's driving from Florida to Montreal <laughs> you were you had to play one Canadian song every five songs I think I think it was like I think 30% of the playlist had to be Canadian yeah which wasn't difficult because so it's just Neil Young and Brian Adams I, pl- I never played Brian Adams, but I played a lot of Neil Young. But also, you know, Arcade Fire. Uh, I mean, there's tons, of, tons of Canadian bands that are great. You know, uh, uh, Celine Dion. I never played Celine Dion uh, ever, but I mean, I got nothing against her. You know, I don't know. I can't think of any of the Canadian bands, but there were at least thirty percent. Rush. I never played Rush. No, <laughs> I only played uh, indie stuff, some hip hop, and uh, and I remember a lot of the times I would get like a call. Because I would have to log the songs, and the guy would be like, "Look, GP, you're only playing five percent Canadian music. Like, you gotta, you really got like, you really gotta, you really gotta change this. And also, like, you're swearing too much on the radio. There's a button for that. Uh, I would say shit sometimes. And I never said fuck, but I would say shit. And here, here we're gonna play it twice. Here again this evening. It's Cortez the Killer by Neil Young. <laughs> yeah, just the longest Neil Young songs played twice. You could smoke, have a joint, and at the front. I would be very. I would smoking. I'd be smoking a lot of weed in those days, and I'd be really nervous to say things in the mic sometimes. So I would just be like, "And eh, this is a song I like," and I wouldn't say the name or the artist. <laughs> I would just play it. <laughs> I got better as time went on, but I was really bad for a while. But I had a good radio voice, I think. I'm just listening to your voice now. You do have your where your voice sits naturally is quite deep. I have a. Uh, I do not have a good voice for radio. It sits too. John has a nice voice for radio. I, I disagree. I, That's very kind of you to say. But in the beginning, when I was listening to you guys, I couldn't tell you apart, even though I've, I've known you for a while. And I'd always be like, oh. your brain just went yeah. Australian accent. It must be the same person. Yeah, because I was listening to it driving on the in the dark night of the Canadian countryside in Ontario, listening to you guys talk about ABBA, and and I was like, okay, what? Well, the smart ones probably John <laughs> correct it's like hmm this ABBA bit must be from Alex yeah the one using the big words I don't understand that must be John correct the guy farting into the mic must be Alex no no I, I, I kind of got the hang of it uh, but yeah your show's great and I'm, I'm really happy to really happy to be a part of this and I'm, I'm waiting for you to do the uh, 
GP sending you this audio message, buddy. <laughs> I will. So maybe I can even intro that now. So what I will play now for our audience, GP, my dear friend GP, who I'm sat next to here with at the port of Marseille, he has a reputation for sending funny gifts, funny messages on messaging platforms. So I thought what I would do one day when I was sat at my computer trying to think of some way to use my production skills and entertain myself, I thought I would make GP a little audio message that he could then use to send to all of his friends that weekend around the world. And I sent him a message on either WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger and I gave him I fed him the lines and I said okay I need you to I need you to send me a recording of yourself whispering saying hey it's me GP and I send this out to you just close your eyes and listen I'll make your dreams come true I think that was it and then and then I made you say it's GP sending you this audio message and he did promptly send me all of that and then the message that I made him which he then sent to his entire social network that weekend sounds just like this. Hey, it's me, GP. And I send this out to you. Just close your eyes and listen. I'll make your dreams come true. It's GP sending you this audio message. It is GP sending you this audio transmission, buddy. It's GP sending you this audio message. So that was a little bit of my very enjoyable getaway to Marseille, France last week. And I want to give everybody out there the big tip. Get over to Marseille. It was a lovely little city and I felt very blessed to have the opportunity to visit with my dear friends. It was an excellent time. I want to give a special thanks in this podcast to Akil and especially GP uh, for making themselves very available as I wrapped my iPhone in a literal sock of mine to stop the wind distortion and hard plosive distortion. That's your p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-